live recording. No, I was going to start off the show just like that with dead silence, dead air silence, and it's like, oh, let's just, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it right now. This is the news you can't lose. Oh, this is it. This is for real. Is okay, this is fine. For real I'm going to get to it. All right. All right, gotta get into show. We're mode, never gonna be into it. We're I'm not, I'm not gonna be into it today. I'm I'm lost. I'm trying to I'm uh, drowning myself in coffee right now. That's right. Wake up from uh, from a hangover, You're but hangover. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. How are you feeling this morning? I feel great. Feel great. You feel My buddy good? Prince Adam is uh, the pro wrestler. He's gonna be facing Warhorse in San Antonio, so we're doing Ooh. it a little early so I can drive the hour and a half to get there and watch him mm-hmm. fight Warhorse. Good old Warhorse, one of our first videos, one of our mm-hmm. first videos at Loser Leaves Wrestling. Should I bring it um, up to him? That'll be weird. Yeah. What if he listens 100%. to the podcast and he's hearing oh me God. worry about this? I think it would be beautiful to tell him that you so, you made a tribute to him. Yeah, but what if he doesn't like it? It's like, oh, you're the guy. The tough nuggies. Got my life wrong. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We made a, a video tribute to you. A tribute? <laughs> yeah, I guess it, it is, is a tribute, really. It's a glowing tribute. It's a nice <laughs> thing. No, he'll be yeah. fine, and he'll enjoy it. Uh, sound off in the comment. Oh, we're not live. But thank you all so much for listening. This is Loser Lee's Wrestling. This is the news you can't lose. News you can't lose. News from... Uh, June sixth to June twelfth, and what a week we've had! What a week we've had! A lot of a lot of flip flops and, and turns arounds. Yeah, uh, really. Yeah, I, this is gonna be a fun one. I don't know much about what happened. The few things I do know, I didn't look into very hard. So I, sure. a lot of ignorant opinions coming from me. It's probably what it's how this is gonna work out. Well, I, I don't have like this. It's kind of a weird week where it feels like last week's uh, news you can't lose is a. Uh, redacted because they just changed everything this week let's start off right here Hmm. uh uh, the number one alistair black possibly uh signing with aew yes um i read that last night very exciting Mm -hmm. very exciting stuff he's got a non-compete clause until uh late august um but also wb is also interested in bringing him back (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, I saw that with Samoa Joe too. I don't know if that's a yeah. separate. Yeah, that is my next news item. Oh, well, let's just combine item. them, unless there's let's more com- to it. Well, there's not that many news items I got, so I was trying you to separate them to make it seem like more. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, it's a, okay. It's the exact same like story, though, isn't it? Just with no, two no, different, it's different. people. It's different okay. because uh, let's talk about the Samoa Joe. Right. Samoa Joe, uh, he's back at the performance center already. So there's actually this thing that yes. WWE, he's he showed up at the Performance Center. NXT really wants him back, and like I know what our listeners might be thinking: Why the heck? Why the H E C K? Are they uh, bringing uh, like firing people, cutting them, and only to bring them back a little bit later? This is a, a possibly a way for them to renegotiate contracts. Uh, the, so I was just reading an article actually this morning just about how. Uh, they once they cut you from the deal that they've done this in the past for specific situations, but it looks like they're doing it a lot more frequently now, where they cut people and then bring them right back under a new deal. Yeah, uh, which a lot of wrestlers are very nervous about because that's kind of cheating. Lots of uh, I feel like lots of corporate jobs uh, do that as well. Do I think they? that happened to my dad? Um, yeah, a few he got years cut ago. and renegotiated. He got cut, but he specifically he was supposed to train the person replacing him. And he specifically cool. didn't. He was like, I'm not telling that guy anything for the ne- sure. those two weeks. And so then the guy didn't know how to do his job. And then, like, maybe, uh, you know, four or five months later, they called him back. 
uh, and he renegotiated his pay. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like something you would do too, right? Like, no, yeah, what are you with us? Yeah. like? Oh, you, my replacement? Oh, I will tell him where the keys are. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, how are you supposed to get in the building? Nerd? Um, that's yeah. what I would do. But uh, yeah, I, I read that uh, Braun Strowman. They specifically stated that they cut him because they saw he was making too much money and they couldn't. They didn't uh, uh, couldn't justify it. Yeah. So I could I 100% still see him coming back at like the Royal Rumble or uh, WrestleMania next year or something like that. But the like, um, thing is then what's the point of the contract? Like I I thought a contract was supposed to kind of lock you in, you know? I thought that was the point of contracts. If they're just able to cut you because they're paying you too much, what that seems what's the point of a contract? Well, the contract uh, is like for a specific I think you can get away with anything the, if you're an independent contractor. But if you, there's a contract, the, the, the point of, like, you could get away. I just assumed that the contract was the job. And the contract up until this point, they could do whatever they want with you in the meantime. And they could do whatever this, they could put you on the shelf. They could make you shape. They could do whatever. And when it's over, they could, they could cut you. They could bring you back. They could change around. But I thought contracts were supposed to be like this find like a, a thing that very few wiggle a very little wriggle room I, I i thought it was i didn't know it was it, it was that um uh superfluous i bet it's the same as it's like uh you know they they can cut you but it's in the contract that like if they cut you early you get this certain amount of money you can't wrestle for 90 days but you still get a, a certain pay bonus or something like that so like i bet there's something that would sort of make them not want to do that um disinterest them but they they're like a billion dollar company, so they can do it anyways. That's how no, I. This is cheating. It's this cheating. Is cheating and monopoly. This is cheating and monopoly. This is this is it's bad. It's cheating it. that they can cut the contract and use that as leverage to bring them back if they want. And Samoa Joe, what are you doing? They already yeah. hate you. They, they don't, don't love you, Samoa yeah. Joe. <laughs> they don't. They're not. They don't care about you as a wrestler. They they haven't. I mean, he was injured, sure, but like. Come no, he was, he was well. Well, now he is, but he, he got, like, I'm saying, like, they didn't really push yeah. him uh, to where I think he's capable of going. Like, they started, but then he got injured, so I guess there's, like, reasons even for, as for holding him back. Um, but even as a commentator, he was great. He was super good as a commentator, yeah. But, uh, yeah, NXT wants to bring him back as a wrestler. Yeah. Which is exciting, uh, because just to get in another run with Joe as a wrestler before he goes off to retirement... I would love to see another run with him. I think he sh- he should have beat Brock Lesnar. Somebody's got to friggin' beat that guy. Like, I mean, I know other yeah. people have, but like he sh- he should have. Drew won. McIntyre did. Yeah, I know, I know. I meant like someone that isn't like the chosen star yeah. child, you know, a fun one. Yeah, that's we what want I mean. a fun one. We yeah, want a, Samoa Joe would have been a... super fun, and he was believable when mm-hmm. uh, he was facing Brock Lesnar. Oh, ah, man. Getting off the rails here. Well, we're doing great work. Well, this is us. This is the news you can't lose. This is. Uh, by, by the way, my name is Red Jefferson. I'm here with Moa Jaswal. Excellent. <laughs> moving on to the next one. Seven minutes in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in case they were confused, like what's going on. Uh, now they're they're caught up. Good job, Red. Uh, this is professional. Here, yeah. Here's one. Here's one for the books. Here's like Kenny Omega is dealing with a lot of injuries. Moet. Mm-hmm. He's dealing with a lot of injuries. He. Uh, hernia uh athletic hernia bruised tailbone he uh at double or nothing in the match with uh pack and orange cassidy he cut his hand open on the belt on the AEW belt apparently it's very sharp mm-hmm. and when doing a, a, a title shot he cut open his hand he's dealing with a lot of injuries and he's even apparently contemplating retirement 
Yeah. Um, which is uh, so. Uh, off the top of your head, how does this make you feel? What What does this news make you feel? Sort of, it's a uh, bittersweet to me. I think mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't want to see him go. He still seems young. I don't know how old he is. Well, how old is Kenny Omega? Probably thirty six. I'm yeah, gonna guess thirty six. Could it go on for you know another decade or something? Thirty seven. But oh, man, uh, so close. But also, his style is probably kind of difficult to keep up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd rather him be healthy and happy as a human being than to, and, and, you know, for my personal entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. to watch. I think he needs a good break. Me. Yeah, I think he needs a good break. I think if he, uh, uh, who, uh, who takes the title off? We we've talked about Hangman taking the title off of them, and then Kenny going on a big break. Do you see that happening still? I would assume they're building up to that uh, for very long sto- uh, term storytelling. They've been doing that since the start of AEW. Like they, they, I'm. I'm impressed that they've held back on that for so long after um, after they lost or like um, d- disbanded as a tag team mm-hmm. a few months back. And they just kind of stopped that storyline. Well, they didn't stop it, but they just went in very different directions. I thought they'd keep interacting a little bit more. So I think it's going to get back to them. And then Hangman should win the belt um, and then at that point. Kenny takes a, a good break. Yeah. A good long break. Because in all honesty, I think that that's what AEW should be doing as well is like, rotating these wrestlers you know like have uh, uh, i just don't like and i get the idea that everyone needs to work and they need to work somewhere and you're not getting a paycheck you're not you know uh unless you're on screen but uh, boy would i love for there to be a, a real off season for some of these sports not necessarily an off season where like aw's not on the air but one what this group of wrestlers can only work nine months of the month you know and oh. then three months they're gone, and then they bring in this new crop, and then they keep overlapping. So you keep getting these new fresh matchups, but also not inundating us with uh, um, the same people over and over again. Well, because they're, we've talked about this. We they are doing a, a a decent or at least better job than WWE on um, on rotating people. It's still it's not like nine months or whatever, like you're saying. It's not like a full season, but. Um, you know, like John Moxley, Kenny Omega, they didn't wrestle yesterday. Um, uh, oh wait, did but they? The, no, I don't think they did. They, well, Kenny Omega's champion, and John Moxley is right there. I mean, just like give us a few months off, like like there he's there every other week, if not there every week, every other week. Yeah, I would just love there to be like come a similar to old territory days. They're here for a spell, then they're gone for a spell. They're here for a spell, they're gone for a spell. And uh, I I just think I would enjoy. They would be healthier. They would be happier. How did know. how did Ric Flair do it? Because he was doing he just, the territory all day. the time. What's that? He just worked all the time. Yeah, he worked all the time. So, but like, how did his body like get through all of that? You know, some people are freaks, and also he's a freak. The thing is, he didn't he didn't really take the bumps that other wrestlers of his time, like Harley Race, took bigger bumps than him. He was pretty safe. Uh, yeah, overall, he was yeah. a pretty safe performer, and he knew what to do, and he did it really well, and he had the repetition, so there wasn't a lot of deviation. You know, Dusty Rhodes was heavy. And, uh, and you know, that wears on your body. It's a good point. Harley race took some pretty big bumps. Uh, and, uh, and a, a lot of the wrestlers at the time, they, they could go like Bruno San Martino did for like six years straight. Mm-hmm. And that style of, uh, like the territory days, it was sort of more like a, like a music act. Like yeah. you go see, it, it, he wasn't on TV for a lot of that time. So you go see Ric Flair to see like the greatest hits. You want yeah. to see some some nuance, but you want to see the flare flop. You want to see him get like thrown from the top rope, you know, land mm-hmm. on his back, all that stuff. 
So if he already knows those like those bumps, he's probably like a lot safer with it. Yeah, um, and he's understanding da- uh, what he's about to do and whatnot. Yeah, he's a pro at it, and it's, a it's a, like you said, it's like a dance, and he's already knows all the numbers. Uh, moving on, moving on, we got here's some stuff. Here's some stuff for you, Moet. Leo Rush, the famous Leo Rush, is retiring. Yeah, he's retiring. So, oh boy, yeah, this is the one I read about, but didn't. I heard, uh, but didn't look into exactly what happened. So, uh, yeah, he's injured, right? He got injured a double or nothing. So apparently he got injured then and, uh, he had to get surgery or something like that. And he's just decided that like, I'm going to finish up my, uh, new Japan dates and I'm just going to be done with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he let Tony Khan know Tony Khan is happy that he's doing something for his family. Um, I, I, Leo Rush, great performer, great performer. But I think he's someone that kind of uh, 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 impulsive. Didn't he have some things in the past where he made some impulsive, de- like like in uh, there's something about him being impulsive where he like left a company and said he was retiring before. Didn't he retire before? He already did this. Yeah, I think through WWE because they weren't using him is what it was. It's been a while. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, he, he was- he's yeah. He's done that before. He's only 26. He started when he was 17. So that stuff was happening, I guess, when he was like 22, and, 23, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a very young and, so, and stupid age who, to do stuff. <laughs> who knows if this sticks? I hope he's well. I hope he's safe and healthy and his family is safe and healthy. But uh, uh, do you see this sticking? Do you see Leo Rush making a big comeback in a year or two? Well, that's what I was hoping if you had read more about it. Because it seems this seems different if it's like a shoulder injury. And I didn't read into like how dangerous this uh this shoulder injury is um but if if, it, was... if it's caused him to rethink his time and want to be with his family um then it must be very serious i don't know because he's just like getting his footing again in major companies outside of um wwe you know i don't think it's any more serious than any other shoulder injury i think it's just he had a shoulder injury on his first night in and he's just like, well, I don't want to, I'm calling it quits. I don't think it was a, a devastating shoulder injury that would retire someone as much as it is just annoying that you have another shoulder injury, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it was anything that was like, oh, he can't wrestle again. You could wrestle through a lot of shoulder. Like, uh, uh, Sami Zayn's shoulders are garbage. <laughs> they mm. are absolute garbage. He's had so many shoulder surgeries on them <sighs> yeah. and bad things. Torn rotator cuffs on both arms. Uh, uh, Finn Balor had both arm both arms dislocated one match. What happened? I think so. Well, that was they both. I think on their first matches, first on Raw, both of them. Yeah, he, I think right. Yeah, Finn yeah. Balor, he got he got thrown into the barricade and his shoulder got yeah. messed he up. He did the buckle bomb into the barricade and his his arm was up. Oh, was that it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember I very do. well, but I remember. Yeah, that was very sad for both of them. But uh, they're doing well now. But we hope Leo Rush as well, um, and we want him to make a big, dramatic comeback next year, which he'll do. Uh, this is the last news item I have for the day, Moet. This is the last one, and I barely even care. Uh, this is the million-dollar belt, Moet. The million-dollar belt is making a big comeback in a big way, Moet. It's a making a big comeback in a big way. It's going to be on NXT in a ladder match. An NXT ladder match, that million-dollar championship. Uh, is coming back for Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight are going to fight for it. Um, uh, do you like the Million Dollar Championship? Model? When is this happening? What did you say? Um, it's happening at uh, in your house. Oh, NXT on Sunday, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. That's exciting. Man, I need to pay attention to NXT. I, I, 
I kind of lost uh, interest in them after um, they went live mm-hmm. because I felt like they were just more like exploitative by trying to mm-hmm. keep up with AEW and stuff. And then also like without a crowd, NXT just doesn't work with me. Yeah. But um, it's still great. They still have great. Yeah. Incredible stuff. I can't wait for uh, it. I gotta pay I can't attention wait for to it. Crowd, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a lot of opinions on the million dollar bill. What do you think of what do you think about it? Guess how much it costs, Smoke. Guess how much it costs. Uh, I wanna say a million dollars. Well, it's gonna be less than a million. Okay, all it's right. Well, less give me, than a million give me ballpark, more than, if it's not a million. More, more than a hundred. More than a hundred is probably like uh two fifty? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fifty thousand dollar belt. Oh, oh, more than a hundred dollars. I thought you meant more than a hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, oh, okay, I must be hundred dollars between a hundred dollars and one million dollars. <laughs> and you guessed a hundred and fifty. Uh, <laughs> no, this is a good guess. It was a good guess. Those are the parameters. Uh, it's, a, it costs I, fifty thousand dollars. That belt. Okay. That belt alone, fifty thousand dollars. Isn't that crazy, Moet? That is quite a lot wow. of money for a belt. What a time we've had, and we're not done yet. We just finished up with the news. That's all the news that there is this week. But we've got some more fun. With the mailbag with Moet. Here Moet, we go. are you diving go. deep into your mailbag, pulling out some emails? I'm going to find. I'm reaching deep into the sack. I'm going to grab I'm some goodies. Deep into the sack. Even though it's all, it's all digital, but. That's the, I'm trying to make noises like you're reaching in. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is the audio and, uh, The first one. Johnny from the Bronx. Straightforward. Bronx, Johnny. What's your favorite wrestling t-shirt? Hmm. Um... We could say this at the exact same time. I literally know what yours is. You don't think you do. I do. Oh, okay. right, good. I do. Okay. All right. Uh, Cactus Jack. Jack. Cactus Jack. I've, that, we we got to count down. That would have been so oh. cute if we said it at the same time. But yeah, Cactus Jack. That's Cactus uh, Jack is, is the best. The best. It's the coolest. It's the it's the first shirt wrestling shirt that doesn't look like a wrestling shirt, so you wouldn't mm-hmm. feel like embarrassed going out it wearing them. Looks like just a badass. It almost looks like a raw like a. a uh, uh, a, a concert T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the it wanted feels like dead a con- or alive. Or, yeah. or actually, I think it just said dead. The wanted right? dead. Yeah, just wanted yeah. dead. I yeah, love that. And good. I thought that was so cool when I was a kid. I was just like, yeah, they wouldn't even take them in alive. They just, ha- I thought that was a really yeah. cool thing to say. Uh, Stone Cold, very simple. The Austin 316 is just so iconic. I mean, there's nothing mm-hmm. else to it, but just the, the the what it, how it changed the freaking landscape. That sure. that uh, that phrase. So. I think about that anything one a lot. in the past uh, in the two thousands uh, and forward. Mm. Any T shirt you can think of in the two thousands and forward. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't get. To, oh well, uh, Effie. <laughs> that's the last one. I. That's the last <laughs> wrestling shirt I bought. Any anything Effie creates is incredible, and I guess just uh, just Google Effie's wrestling T shirts. I think there was a cool CM Punk one. I just can't remember what it was. Yeah. I'm going to say probably a CM Punk one. Okay. Probably say a C- well, I remember the one that comes to mind in the WWE F magazine I used to steal from the library. Uh, they had uh, the WWE Shop Zone in there. And I remember this one t-shirt for William Regal. And it said, don't besmirch me. And I remember really wanting that t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I remember really wanting that t-shirt. Excellent yeah. job, Johnny. Yeah. Excellent F-E's, job, Johnny. Uh, number one daddy shirt where he's got like a... a- uh, a referee that's like at his feet is very good. That's the one I have. That's pretty cool. All right, next, uh, let's move on. Pam, thank from you, Johnny. Gla- Pam from Glasgow. That's interesting. Uh, How did? Wow, we're getting some Glasgow's the uh, freaking listeners. That's great. That's great. 
who is your least favorite wrestler to watch? Uh, AEWQT Marshall. Oh wow, that's pretty AEW. immediate. That's fair. Yeah. Let's just do AEW. Uh, yeah, because I don't uh, know. It's yeah, you could least favorite wrestler to watch an AEW. Um, oh, I can't even think of people. I don't like that. him because he's given such a plot. Oh God. Oh Red. Who's oh, CNN. Who, who's co- yeah. No, it's BBC. Sorry, BBC News. Um, oh, that's breaking the... news. Denmark's Christian Eriksson stabilized in hospital after collapsing. Wow, let's talk about that. That's part of the news. News that can't news. lose. What? How do you uh, feel about Denmark's Aaron Christ, whoever that is? <laughs> Aaron Christensen. Is he okay? Like, collapsing on pitch during match against Finland. I have no idea who these people are. Oh, what, it's a it's a football player. It's a sport thing. I it's guess a, it's a it's a football. Well, what what are your thing. thoughts on on um, on him collapsing during a um, during a match? In front, I in think, front against Den- uh, I think we have to s- stop allowing people to collapse during matches. I think it's like, real dangerous. Yeah, you got. I think it's real dangerous. Thing you got to stand up. You can't. Yeah. What's you the point of a competitive up. game if you collapse? If everyone's running around and you're laying down, someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, someone's gonna trip over you. It's gonna. Someone's gonna trip over you. Yeah, you gotta get you're up. Gonna roll your ankle. Stop collapsing. All right, Pam uh, from Glasgow. Least favorite wrestler to watch. Uh, le- least favorite wrestler to watch. I'm gonna say. Um, man, you picked a really good one with QT. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't like QT because, uh, um, uh, not that I was gonna make a joke, but I don't like QT because he, uh, he's got such a big platform and and he's not that great, and it's frustrating that he just keeps getting pushed because he's that's becoming a thing. Cody's friend, and they're making fun of it on TV, like ah, oh, Cody's friend. It gets another like uh, uh, Brock Anderson. Yesterday, did you catch AEW? No, I did not. You get you had stuff to do. I was very sleepy. We couldn't do the stream. But we couldn't um, do the stream, forgive us. Yeah. Sorry, Smoiz. But um Smoiz. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Smoiz and Chica Marks. I felt really bad for, for them. But um uh yeah, they uh they're announced there's like a tag team match next week. Um Cody and uh Arn Anderson's son against uh qt and somebody else oh i've been wanting to see him does he look good he looks exa- well literally he looks like arn anderson's son so that's that was exciting to see genetics uh play out work <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah but he uh he you know he, he looked kind of do- do- doofy uh just uh just like a, he's just in khakis and uh a polo Real gym shirt. teacher is he a gym teacher? Oh, real? T- no, he's not as built as Arn. Arn's like a gym teacher, like a shitty football coach from the eighties in Revenge of the Nerds or something. But he, um, yeah, he just looked normal. But the way Tony mentioned it was, he said, uh, you know, and now Cody's partner for next week, Brock Anderson, and I'm like Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so oh thing. great some <laughs> dork that i don't Tony, care about do, yeah you can't do that you can't do it with that name yeah that, that'd be pretty nice uh, so they yeah so the reason why i brought that up is so they he comes out they talk about cody tries to um push brock anderson like ah oh, he's the he's the best best tag team partner for the situation or whatever and then qt mm-hmm. comes out and mentions like oh it's another one of cody's friends you know like you just keep nepotism. This keeps happening, or something like that. Um, and it's true. It's true. It's true. QT's in that uh, position. I, I think my uh, least favorite wrestler is Ryan Nemeth. Ryan, uh, Nemeth. I like him. I love. I the think he is, he is. He is. He's really the worst uh, performer in AEW. No, and I can't take it. Anymore. No, you just I don't like him because you don't like his his look. You don't like him. He's doing no, no, great. No, no. I, I, if he did, if he was a good wrestler, or no, I know. 
if he was a better wrestler. Like, is he good for uh, not for TV? He's like, he's making so many mistakes, and they're so blatant, and he's getting an opportunity purely because of his brother. I think that is true. Purely but... because of his brother. And so, like, it's not, he's not, he doesn't deserve that spot. And I feel like, yeah, QT is annoying, but he's a good wrestler that just doesn't have it. You know, like, know. he doesn't they're, have they're, it. They're pushing a lot of people that don't, that aren't fully, like, uh, uh, there in ring yet. Uh, I think Jade Cargill is sort of there, where she, there's, like, so much potential in her, but she's still kind of new. But she has something special about her. She's, you know, like, there's n- no offense to Ryan. I'm sure you're a special guy in your real life. But on TV, there's nothing special about you. He's, no, he's got charisma. And, and seriously, the wingmen Forced. are the best thing. No, I like I like that. I like one that. One of the best things happening right now. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That is great. But not because of Ryan Nutman. All right. Well, at least you acknowledge the wingman. That's that's the yeah, only victory I needed for this. We're doing right. great work. Fair. Let's okay. move on. Last last question. Last question. Last question. Can I'm you guess right. what oh. it is? No. <laughs> you can't guess who it is. Oh, wow. Wow. I bet is you, it, uh, you got good. Is it Tommy Bahama? No, it's not Tommy Bahama. No, it's no one exciting. It's some guy named Jerry. Jerry from Bakersfield, California. Aww, Jerry. Some guy. All right, Jerry, uh, Bakersfield. Much respect to Jerry. If you could pick a dream sponsor for Loser Leaves Wrestling, what company would it be? Uh, dream sponsor. I'm hungry right now, so all I'm thinking about is food. Yeah, I would you're love always, Jack of the Box. You want Jack of the Box. Cactus Jack of the Box. And we'd call it like, Cactus Jack of the Box, and we'd have fun. Doing, get doing free curly fries or something yeah something like that would you pick uh like manscaped i guess <laughs> they do it for everyone i know we sponsor everyone that doesn't i feel count. like that's attainable that's well you that's actually really sponsor i'm just like we'll get, uh, we'll get that we'll get blue chew manscape we'll get them all all the cd men's like wrestling <laughs> podcast sponsors uh that's a good answer okay. manscape we could get we could totally get manscaped i'm gonna let's just do a cut a quick commercial. Hey Moet, have you manscaped today? Uh you bet you bet, right? Uh Red, I just called you Ryan. You bet, Red. Uh it's uh it's a pretty small product. I uh I usually have a lot of facial hair and now I don't. So like you should go buy Manscaped's not for your face, Moet. Wait, what is manscaped? I thought it was a like facial hair. It's for ball trim. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's for ball I was worried and about pubic that. hair trimming. Um, um now I answer well, that question again. <laughs> you, yeah. My dream sponsor or the no? Because it's different. Did you manscape very today? different answers now. Uh, I think I think we have to get manscaped. That's actually important now. I want to see you do more commercials <laughs> for them. Um, Dear God, I had no idea. I really, I thought it was all they things. They say it on there. What, uh, they say it in every single Manscaped commercial. Just like, be kind to your balls. And like, the same things like that you all know, the time. You know, I did see one of those commercials that said that. But I thought it was just hitting all bases. You know, I thought it's like, well, you got to have. I thought that, I thought it was man. Those manscaping everything. You got. To, if you ever listen to a Conrad Tabson uh, pitch Manscaped, he's just like, like, hey, you shave your balls. You're using the same razor that for your face that you do your balls. That's fucking ridiculous. You gotta use this one for your balls. <laughs> Manscaped. <laughs> just oh, talking. It's only for that. I love the idea of you buying a Manscaped razor. Just like my face feels so <laughs> smooth. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Excellent job. This has been a great, great news you can't lose. I think it was filled with excitement. A lot of informative stuff. We learned a lot today. 
And I think we're going to learn more in the future. Is not right, Moet? Oh uh, yeah, we got to. We have to. Got to learn. Yeah. Got to keep learning. Well, thank you all so much for watch, uh, listening. Uh, this is Loser Lee's Wrestling, the news you can't lose. Uh, make sure to check out our all our stuff, uh, Loser Lee's Wrestling, on uh, Instagram and on YouTube and all the things. And make sure to check out our movie that's premiering on June 16th at uh, the Long Center in Austin, Texas, called Night on 6th. You can get your tickets at the Long Center website or the Austin Asian American Film Festival website. I'm sure they have the tickets there as well. But uh, thank you all so much for listening. My name is Red Jefferson, and I'm here with... Moet Jaswal. Uh, Moet Jaswal, if you could morph into any one wrestler that you're going to see today, who would you morph into? Um, like... Uh, athletically or sexually yeah, athletic. or sexually athletically a sexual athletic hybrid it's gotta be my pal Prince Adam Prince Adam he's the best yeah, Prince Adam. sexually and athletically Prince Adam's the best sexually and athletically thank you all so much for listening have a great night bye bye wow. he's the best sexually and athletically <laughs> Great sure job. hope he doesn't hear that. <laughs>